This is Rob Bass, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass Nude Photo Archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want one some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain amount of money off on First Person Smoother. Check them out at at playeronecoffee.com. It's God's gift to gamers. Previously on GeekCast Live. Well, no, they said, like, they said, like, so so how does this work? And they said, like, I don't know. Somebody's going to go up there and say that they're king. And they were like, okay, cool. And and it was like, oh, oh, that, that, oh, that, here's Yara doing that thing. And oh, you know what? Uh, Yeah, she's got my hope. Cool. Yeah, Yara. And then, and then somebody else showed up, and they were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, you're on. Got my vote. Uh, uh, totally uninformed. The the, the Greyjoys are the prototypical American voter. That's what I found out. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Euron just got up there and went nine eleven, and they lost the goddamn minds. <laughs> it's a trap." Welcome to episode. I'd like to know why the hell they failed. You called a swapper sandwich. And one of the Geekcast Live podcast. It's like calling Subway a a Subway restaurant. I mean, who are you fucking with? There's no Rob Bass. Ray Kroc. (laughs) What up? How are you in our post bicentennial episode? Spent. Yeah, fuck me too. This has been a long week. I looked down and it was only Wednesday, and I thought about chewing that cyanide capsule I keep in the collar of my shirt. Oh man! Hey, I, I found a game that I want. I'm I'm going to challenge to. I found it just the other day, and I I have been holding it off for the right time. And I think this show is it. We need something special. It's it's a new game. I'm calling. Well, I'm not calling. It's called IKEA or Death. I choose and Death. Would you like to play uh, first to five? I thought I think I just won. Was that the game? I, that was the game. Yeah, oh, and Nick's like, yeah, I'll die rather than. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you fucking know. How... IKEA is the devil's playground, and I, I 
if you don't know by now, I'm not short. And yeah. so you can suck it, Ikea. <laughs> well, this is a game where I'm going to give you a word. And you're going to tell me if it's a piece of furniture, if it's something you can buy at Ikea, or a Scandinavian death metal band. Well, that's a fun one. I'll play. So, uh, the first are, word is... Are there enough Scandinavian death metal bands to make this a game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first word is absu. A-B-S-U. Absu. That's, uh, that's an Ikea product. That's an Ikea death. product. Wrong. Absu is an extreme metal band from Texas that plays mythological occult metal. Mythological occult metal. Yep. Uh, okay, ready? Listen to some of that. Ikea or death. The word is craft. C-R-A- With a K? C-R-A-F-T. Craft. Death metal. It's a death metal band. Oh! Craft are a Swedish black metal band whose lyrics focus on misanthropy, destruction, hatred, nihilism, chaos, and death. There's so black you, dudes in Sweden? If you guessed end table, you were wrong. Well, you gave it away by, I mean, even the connotation. There's nothing craft-worthy in an Ikea. Ikea or death. Vitsju. V-I-T-T-S-J-O. That's Ikea. That's Ikea. I think that's the stuff you put on the Swedish meatballs. I'm not mistaken. Correct. Vitsju is the name for an Ikea shelving unit system. Yep, 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 yep. Ockercock. Definitely Acker, Ikea. Ackercock. A-K-E-R-C-O-C-K-E. Ackercock. I'd love to know what it means, but I'm going Ikea. Wrong. Ackercock is an English progressive blackened death metal band known for their satanic and sexual lyrics. Like, 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 they've been lightly, like they've been lightly rolled in like cayenne pepper and uh, <laughs> garlic salt. I'm reading it. Right. <laughs> a pro- English progressive blackened death metal band. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I love it though. The like they is... they dabble in the occult, but their hearts really in like uh blue. Right. They're just blackened. Right. The word is klubo. K L U B B O. IKEA or death. I'll I'll go IKEA. Correct. Klubo is a stain-resistant, easy-to-clean table. Of course it is. Bastig. B-A-S-T-I-G. Definitely Bastig. Ikea. Wrong. The Bastig well, is a kitchen somebody's... drawer handle. Bastig okay. is a nickel-plated kitchen drawer handle. When I, walk, oh. when I walk in Ikea, and I don't like too often, it, just, it feels like I'm in some sort of a, like a museum, like retro piece where they show how like Puritans how, lived, you know, or, like we're it's either that or it's like I'm reading, you know, how you read some books or like, uh, like, uh, well, have you, have you ever you been in this... one of those like preserved? You ever that, um, what was that joint that they used to have, Ryan, that used to have the lobster that came with a whole like pound of butter? Stage uh, stop? yeah, the stage stop. Okay, did you ever go upstairs there and like yes. the preserved loft and it looked like it was everything was built for a six year old child, but it was yes. like for a family of four? Yes. That's what IKEA feels like to me. It feels like I'm walking in like somebody's mock-up rendition, not quite to scale, of of what a, a, a hipster douche apartment would look like. To me, it feels like um, I'm in a place where they're trying to show us how we're going to live in the future. But, I, I but, get what you're saying. I get what you're what saying. I, 
but what I mean is like like when you read books from like the 1970s, like a sci-fi book, and their future was just like was like 2003, like in the future, the year 2001, we'll have flying cars, and you know what I mean. It's like right. now it's, it's 2018 and staircases that move. Right, and so it, it seems to me like it's a it's a place built in the 70s, telling us how we're gonna live in like 1998. <laughs> so that was like no borders. That was fun. It's kind of like cheese or font. Is it more or less creepy than the uh, six-foot Adam Levine poster that's in my basement that I have to stare at here when I'm casting pod? <laughs> Is it well? You have a well. You have a nice. Uh, you have some uh, teenage daughters now, don't you? I, oh yeah. Oh, it's 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 <laughs> it's teenage wasteland down here. And this fucking cockeyed solster is just eyeballing me from across the room. Like, it's a bit unnerving. I do love the fact that I went to try to type in that Joe Hill. I just typed in Joe Hill Ikea. And the first article that came up was man with a permanent marker and a love of penises goes wild in Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually want to read that, whatever that is. Dude just drew a bunch of penises. <laughs> uh, <laughs> penises that's a funny shape what a funny shape the penis fun yeah funny word are you a now are you an adam levine fan in no way am i no in no way there's no, no there's there is no uh there is zero no... that is none no there's wow no okay hmm. Is it that tiger tattoo on his arm? Or? It is. is it, it, it's I, part I, of that. Well, well I'm about to send you this. Um, I don't like anybody that, that I don't like anybody that uses the word jagger as a verb. Um, so there's that. Did he use it as a verb? I don't think you've heard that song. I, it's either way. It's it's wrong. I don't okay. care what it is. It's wrong. <laughs> I also don't a- like I don't like Avril Lavigne. Either I had something about that, just the way those those two uh, semantically, those... that stuff just doesn't doesn't do it for me. Huh? Such a pud knuckle. Pud? No, wow. Yeah, I almost have to send you this picture of what I have to stare at because see if it upsets you. <laughs> you should draw. Somebody. You should draw penises on it. Well, that sends the wrong message to the kids. I think. Well, you're probably right. Here, uh, incoming for, you know, to either make or break your evening. Oh, I, I hope make. Are you sending it through uh, the Discord or through the... Uh... No, I sent it through the text machine. You want to, you want to talk? Oh, my. Oh, my, that's a... Yeah, that's what's that. up. I was, you thought I was bullshitting. That's forever huge. Uh-huh, it's, just, it's a fucking six-foot Adam Levine. Levine. Headshot. Jesus. There's that. There's the tiger's butt. <laughs> yeah, it's not even the full tattoo. It's just... It looks like Captain Hook's fucking hand. Yeah. It's like a rat king. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought uh, was, I thought it was a poorly drawn snake. <laughs> Man, that, that's snakes. That's shit. Looks like an ass end of a beat. Yep, it's the root root. Yep. 
Uh, <laughs> oh shit, wizards! That's nice. Ah, uh, Christ! That's Christ my basement. Almighty. Well, that's wonderful. What's, how did that get? Did, that? Did, Where do you get that? Where would you find that? Uh, like she she came home with that from a a Kmart, I believe. Oh, was it like one of the like the Kmart was closing where you could buy everything, even the like you can buy the stuff on the shelves or the shelves. It doesn't matter. You know, I don't know. I was just I was so blown away by it. I. It's one of those things where they come home with that, and you have to say like you don't want it in your home, but you almost have to say like you know what I applaud you for even having that. I I truly so, did. I was like, I mean, I'm gonna laugh about that at some point. You know, so <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, you get uh, you get to keep it and put it in whatever place you want to put it in because I'm just proud of you for finding a way to have it. Yeah. If you can find a poster that's bigger than you are and carry it home, that's Yeah, earn it, that's Mox. Solid. <laughs> Man, I wish we had like I wish we had like an Australian to talk to. Make me happy. You got one in your pocket? Well, it would be in his pouch, you know, because it's that's true. In in his boot. Which is the back of his car. Right. <laughs> Vegemite, I, right? Which tastes smells like my butthole. I gotta be honest, I've never wanted to go to Australia. I'd go yeah. there if it was six hours away. It's all about it. Or free. I'd pay a little bit. Tell you, I went to I've been to Hawaii twice. It could sink into the ocean. Yeah, that's one time too many. And that's a, that's, a big a, island. that's a big flight. That's a big flight. Sorry if you uh, listen to the show and you're from Hawaii. But uh, but thank you for listening. Damn. Or Australia, for that matter. Yeah, we do have listeners in Australia. It's one of our bigger, uh, it's one of our bigger locations for listeners, is the, uh, the Australia. Well, we, we still rank Danger 5 amongst one of our favorite guests of all time. Miss you guys. Yeah, can you hear me, man? Uh, this is my Hello! first time. There he is. And thanks for um, having me on the show. It's my thanks first for time. being here. What the hell time uh, is it where you're at? 2.30 p.m. Thursday afternoon. Oh, you're just you're just right hitting the strides. It's, uh, well, tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself to our listeners. Well, uh, I'm Muggsy. I'm an upcoming hip-hop artist here in Australia. I've been doing it for about... 13 years, man. So I started when I was 14. I'm 27 now. And uh, yeah, I've, I've met some incredible people along the way, man, <laughs> from like, you know, doing like the hard work and all that kind of thing. So uh released two albums, trying to work on a third at the moment. And, you know, I thought I'd jump on the show, man, because besides music, I, I kind of love the whole pop culture sort of thing. You know, I'm a huge fanatic on Batman. So hopefully we can talk a bit about that for sure. Well, it's been a, it's been a big topic for us the last... Three, four weeks. Yeah, you know well, 14 was kind of like the, uh, I suppose, the 2000s era of hip-hop. Um, obviously, you know, we had the, the golden era, which was the 90s and stuff. But I feel like the 2000s, man, was the, the peak of, of the marketing of it. It was just, it was literally just everywhere, man. I reckon the 2000s was just a good era for it. And just as a young teenager, man, I just want to be invested in that culture. So I started... You know, dropping down rhymes and that kind of thing, but I knew if I wanted to progress as an artist, I would have to, you know, make songs and stuff. And then, um, you know, I did a, a rough demo, sent it out to, you know, like a few friends. They sent it out to a few people. And yeah, it was just kind of like that local knowing you for your craft. Or man, like, I, I can't, I can't stop. 
you know, doing this now. So yeah, and it's just from fourteen to twenty seven now. Oh, what uh, what do you, do you remember? Like what it was was there like a turning point, um, influence wise? Something an artist you heard or a track you heard that was like, yep, I I want to do this. I sound cliche, man, because obviously I'm white, but uh, it's going to really? be Eminem. Um, you know, like uh, a lot of white, white rappers are like, oh, you know, Eminem. But obviously we've had white artists before him, like, uh, you know, R.A., The Rugged Man, Beastie Boys, The Bass, and, you know, even the likes of Vanilla Ice. But, uh, you know, One of my I don't heroes. think they had, had much of an impact on the scene, man, is what M did. Like, obviously he's, he's quote-unquote the hip-hop Elvis and – uh yeah i i suppose just he, he was the one that reached out man and um wanted me to do it uh you know before i started dropping down rhymes and stuff i kind of wanted to do like like embrace him and do his kind of lyricism and stuff like really twisted and moody but then i realized wait that's nothing like me you know this is just gonna sound corny um so i just dropped that whole aspect and then yeah just did my own path man so, uh, yeah, you have to car- carve out your own, you know, unique little, uh, little avenue there. Well, yeah, that, that's exactly but right, man. You know, M&M's, a good, M&M's a good place to start. I'll give you that. I, it's, you know, the, the culture is always about being authentic and being original. It's a shame that we've kind of, uh, you know, lost that in, in today's, uh, you know, generation of hip hop being like the whole flaunting and flashy kind of stuff. Um, even the like. For sure. Iggy Azalea, man, it's quite funny because she's from Australia, but we don't really want her over here. You guys can keep her. Um, no, we're we're good actually. If you can revoke her whatever work visa, that'd be great. It's crazy, man, because she was it last year or the year before. She was um going to do a down under tour with uh, Ti, and she, like I think he still came over here, but she had to cancel it because. Like on her side of the uh, of the ticket sales, she wasn't even getting any sales over here because, like, just the whole fake accent and the whole, you know, just her whole persona and all that. Like, it's just it's disgusting, man. Like, it's not Australian hip hop. It's nothing, you know. It's just fake. Yeah. Luckily, there's enough dumb consumers over here that they'll uh, they'll buy into that shit. So thanks. we got you covered on that yeah. one. Yeah. Thanks to all the fourteen year olds and the yeah all that. So what do you um, what do you look to for some of your your inspiration points for your lyrics? You know, for your songwriting, what do you are you drawing on your own personal experiences? Are you kind of telling stories? Um, are you pulling from kind of the American hip hop scene? What do you what do you go to for when it's you go to write? Just, yeah, it was more like uh, you know, starting off. Uh, you know, because when I was a teenager, I was uh, suffering from, you know, depression and stuff like that. So it started with that. Um, and, you know, I do a lot of youth work and stuff now so I can relate to those kind of kids. Um, and then it's obviously about, like, why I want to make it in the industry, but also what the industry has kind of turned into now, um, especially within, quote, unquote, like hip hop. Um, you know, and it's just basically about that. Uh but, you know, inspiration wise, it comes to me at random points, man. Like, sit there and and uh, think about it. It would be like I'll be driving or like literally try to fall asleep, and all these rhymes will come in my head, and I'll just think, crap, I could write about that or I could do this, and it just keeps me up. 
so i'm being like slacking man because i, I got to get a whole ton of sleep but you know uh, uh, that's where coffee comes into it i suppose man but um sleeping okay, coffee man that's what we all yeah. can use What's wrong with that man could um, you could you dispel a rumor for us i think you can they they say i was reading an article the other day or i can't remember an article or somebody told me are there no pf changs in australia I uh, have no idea what that is, man. Huh. So they were right. There's no P.F. Changs. Okay. Well, That's just... unbelievable. <laughs> I'm I trying even... to put on the spot away, man, because uh, P.F. Chang, I have no idea what you, what you mean it's by a, that. Uh, it's, a, it's a restaurant chain, and, and I, I thought that they were everywhere, but apparently they're not down under. So There you go. I, I, I had like I, I get like interviewed by a, a lot of you guys in the States, and it's it's just unbelievable what we have. We don't have uh we don't have wendy's we don't have uh that's not possible we don't have um uh denny's we don't have that uh, uh what's, what, a, what's, what's a, a big a, what's a big australian like fast food chain main three that we just really have man is subway mcdonald's and uh and kfc man they're the only three um, Oh, i'm so sorry man you got like the worst three that's oh, terrible. Well, yeah, man. like, and also, uh, I heard over there that you guys are open. Like, every shop is open twenty four hours. Like, mostly, lot, most of them, yeah. Here it closes at uh, most shops close at about nine p.m. Yeah, so it's like, what do you, you what do you do for after hours? Well, man, you're stuck. You have to just try and look in your cabinet. <laughs> you're you're like fucked, that. brother. That's what, that's what you fucking you do. You start knocking on doors to see who's got something in the fridge. Exactly, man. Like, it's it's pretty bad. Because, uh, you know, my brother told me, he's like, no, that those guys over there are 24 hours. I said, no, nah, no, nah, like, surely, like, you, you're pulling my leg here. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, for real. And I'm like, well, I'm freaking starving, man. I need food. <laughs> like, you know. That's wild. Yeah. What part of Australia do you live in? Sydney, New South Wales. So, uh, the metro. Yeah, man. Like, I think that's, uh, uh, you know, where we're city and we're city like the Opera House and, and Harbour Bridge and stuff, but, uh, we're not Crocodile Dundee style, man. Um, no, I would hope not. Probably not, yeah. probably not a whole lot of hip hop demand in the, in the outback, I wouldn't think. Just wrestling crocodiles and, uh, you know that's not a knife. This is a knife on that. You know. Yeah. What, what is what is your thoughts on the uh, the new Danny McBride reboot of uh, your your Crocodile Dundee franchise? Happy, sad, indifferent. It doesn't really phase me, man. Like you know, uh, it's it kind of makes me sound un-Australian saying this, but like when I saw that movie I, I was just like man that is not that's like that's someday is maybe like you'll see one of those guys maybe two o'clock in the morning at, at the at the at the club or the pub but um like like as average joe's like walking around you know i doubt we're even like that um you know i, I was just never a fan of it man so when, when like Danny Bry was doing a, a reboot with uh chris hemsworth i, I was like ah oh, you know if they want to do a reboot they want to do a reboot you know wasn't really yeah it it's it doesn't really phase me man it's more uh, i get more hyped and and like you know worried if if they're like new person's gonna play the joker or batman or something i'm like man that that you know like i I think i saw an article recently where 
they want to cast Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman. And I was like, are they is that crazy? is that better or worse than Affleck? Do you think? Oh, it's terrible, man. Like he just doesn't. He's he, something about his face. He's just too young looking, man. Like he's like Bruce Wayne, a Batman. It just I can't picture him, man. He just doesn't have the physique uh, as a Batman. Now, now, what do you yeah, think like, about Tommy Wiseau uh, as the Joker? Oh, uh, God, horrible, man, horrible. <laughs> it's 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 gaining. That's that uh, I think started as a joke, turned into a rumor, and now it's gaining some steam. Uh, people are saying, you know, maybe maybe that's just crazy enough. Good Joker, man. That well, Jared Leto, I thought was shocking. Um, you know, the whole they tried to do on it, I was just it was just too corny for me, man. Um, you know, uh, I remember they were trying to get Leonardo DiCaprio at one point, and I was like, uh, yeah. I honestly think Johnny Depp would make a good um Joker. Like when I saw Black Mass. Yeah, and they had like the makeup on it on his face and like the crazy look at it. I just thought he he could fit the bill. Well, yeah, um, I, I, it, I would, it would have to be Black Mask Johnny Depp. You you don't want like uh, Alice in Wonderland Johnny Depp because that that's nothing like that, man. Like if it's Black Mask Johnny Depp, the, that yeah, movie I, was so like like I I loved it to death that movie. But when I was watching it the whole time, I couldn't picture him, and I was just thinking, man, this is the Joker all around. Just put the the the, you know the green hair, the white makeup and stuff, and you know, you're spot on. But uh, I'm not in the CEO chance to make that decision, man. I think Lone Ranger Johnny Depp would be my my preferred Joker Johnny Depp. Kind of a Tonto action. No, nobody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that kid from the Gotham show, man, Jerome is spot on. Like that that split personality thing that he's done. If you guys watch Gotham, it's just so intense, man. I love him. You know, I love I love Jerome on that show. But Australia needs to pick their game up, man, because honestly, we're still on season two. And you guys are like on season what? five. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't they pirate stuff down there? Nah, oh, man. Like, like, you can literally, like, our only resource is get up to date with TV shows, man. Just have to eBay and wait two weeks for it to come. Like, you know, it, yeah, like, it's just like, oh, season two is good. And I look online, it's like, you guys are up to season five or six or whatever. And I'm like, wow, this really sucks, you know? <laughs> uh, one thing that we always do with our guests that uh, are at all fans of the DC universe, as I know you are, is uh, we like to have you rank your Batmans of of all the different Batman uh, actors, characters, uh, Rank them from uh, least good to most good. Uh, does Adam West count, man? Oh, yeah. Adam West counts, all right. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, my least favorite would be, uh, of course. It's good. It's um, good. He's strong so far. Uh, ooh. I'd have to go Adam West after him, man. I don't ooh, know. shaky. Okay, carry on. Uh... God, I'm going to be so put on the spot with this. It's going to be horrible. Um, oh, man. It's only Batman, right? It doesn't count as overall like Bruce Wayne and stuff. Any of them. Any, anybody that's played Bruce Wayne. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go Ben Affleck. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. He was good as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne, I didn't, didn't like. That's uh, fair. Uh, 
Christian Bale, Michael Caine, and Val Kilmer. Everyone hates me for it, man. But honestly, it was a kiddie movie. But if if it had like the Tim Burton element with the Val, like the Val Kilmer Batman, I just thought like in my personal opinion, he could have aced it. But uh, he's always been my favorite Batman. I don't know, man. It's just like that's strong. He, that's strong. Not at all shocking. And strong and assertive. I like that. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Like every time I, I like it comes on TV or something, it brings me back to that that little kid mugs in a way like of like man I, I wanted to I wanted to be him and it's just it's something about that era of the 90s Batman that uh yeah I get grilled for it well man. he's 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 probably the most hip-hop of all the Batman characters I would say so that it makes sense Val Kilmer too yeah, it's kind of edgy like that you know <laughs> yeah yeah I'll cancel the pizza oh no that's that was Batman and Robin um yeah I'll get yeah we don't it. speak of that one Oh man, that's a shocker. <laughs> but yeah, that's my order, man. So um, yeah, from worse to good. What's uh, what's most terrifying? Do you think to the average Australian, uh, fear of shark attack or having to claim like Mel Gibson as one of your own? Love it, man. Um, yeah, we'll, we've got a lot of spiders, snakes, um, and sharks. Here. There's been Architects recently, man. Um, because we're, I think we're coming out of summer, but it's becoming really, really hot, and a lot of people can't go to the beach or anything, man, because the, you know, the the lifesavers put like heaps of shark flags up and stuff, man. There's been about three or four attacks this week, um, which has been crazy. So, personally, man, um, overall, Australia maybe a shark attack, but with me, it'd be more a snake attack, um. You know, yeah, I hate snakes, man. Like, and we get like a lot of poisonous ones where, especially in New South Wales. Um, what is that? The coral yeah, snake? My, my... Is that is that the one that's real poisonous? Is that it's right? Mainly, no, it's mainly uh, red belly black snake. Um, oh. Yeah, because they they love the heat, so they you know hide under cars or they hide in like you know in car motors and or you know just anywhere shady and. Like, I almost got attacked by one recently because I was walking in my car and I, like, slithered out of my, like, uh, like underneath my car. And I, like, did the whole dance <laughs> where, like, like, you know, shit, man, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I can feel it. Yeah. That would freak yeah, me out. I'm always edgy now when I walk up to my car just thinking, oh, is it still there, you know? So, um, Have you ever written a song about that? About, no, like, I, the fear I, I of snakes actually, or the experience of, of being spooked by one? Yeah, I might actually come out my third album, you know, Snakes and Ladders. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be into that. Sure, man. But yeah, um, probably either sharks or snakes, man. Um, well, I don't surf, so, you know, I can't go, like, I can't comment on them, you know. But uh, it must suck for did you surf, get to, uh, Did you get to watch the Super Bowl this year, by chance? I've watched... American the, football, Super Bowl. Yeah, like we, you know, we um, were, you know, 16 hours, so it was probably on at about 12 o'clock, one maybe over here. So, um, yeah, I can't remember, but I watched like the first few halves and then I had to, um, I had to go down for um, a music gig, man, so I couldn't watch the last stuff, but I heard that uh, he like dropped the ball or something, you know. Well, I was, I was more wondering if you saw the, what you thought of that, Hemsworth and McBride Australian tourism commercial. Did you get to um, see that one? 
No, nah, I didn't get to see it, man. No, oh, that was well, good. I I don't get to talk to a lot of Australians, so I didn't know if that was like offensive or if you thought it was like good for business. They did like an ad, like in character, they're Crocodile Dundee characters, but it was just for the Australian Tourism Bureau. I thought okay. it was good, but I didn't know if it would like if it was offensive to the natives. So that one out, man. But like I know that um like when when each year Super it's kind of like Comic Con. Like they always do like a little snippet of like a new movie or or um you know like a new event that's coming. Is, do do you guys still do that? Where it's like, With, oh yeah, they they pay good money for that. Like, like the Star, what, what was it when Star Wars Episode Eight came out? They did like a snippet or something of it, and the crowd. I remember seeing that footage on YouTube. Like they linked like a tiny little bit of it, and the crowd just went ballistic man like of just so much happiness i was like man why doesn't australia have that gotta get one yeah uh, especially the music lineups man you guys are just insane like the lineups for some of these like festivals we see well we'll, we'll give you justin timberlake if you want you're you're welcome to have him if we have uh, to keep yeah, actually, give me early Justin Timberlake with his, like, 2000s because, you know, Cry Me a River and all that was... Like know, with that cool, curly perm hair? Uh, what was it? NSYNC or Backstreet? I don't know what group he was with, man. Like, one of those. So you want... So you want... You want, you, want, you want post-boy band uh, pre-2006. Justified album, man. <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> solid. But, uh, very solid. Yeah, man, like I, I get grilled for it, but hey, like I don't know, I, I can get up and dance to that, man. <laughs> but um, no, nah, did this new Justin, man, like uh, I don't know, it's, it's, there's no catchiness to him. Um, God, I sound, I sound bad to say repping Justin Timberlake. My bad. Um, do you uh well, do you work a lot of uh of choreography into your live shows? Is dance a big part of your presentation? No way, man. Um. You know, maybe if I did like a Michael Jackson style beat in the background, maybe. Uh, but uh, nah, man, nah, never, never do the whole dancing stuff or, or the new kids on the block style at the same rhythm and pace. Okay. <laughs> what is Vegemite? It's a sandwich spread, man. It's uh, you know, kind of salty, but um. So it's like uh, is it meat? No, it's like it's kind of like yeah. Peanut butter, uh, and that kind of thing. I, I don't even know what it's made from, man. But a lot of Australians, of course, love it. But it's just, it's pure, it's just like a sandwich spread, man. Um, huh. yeah, uh, like on, okay, on normal like sandwiches, it tastes, it tastes foul, man. Like toast, just a little bit of, of butter and a little bit of Vegemite, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, like normal, like average day, just a sandwich. It's very, yeah, it's very tangy, man. See, um, we can't we can't get it here except in like really specialty, like high end import stores. So. Really? Yeah. I like tried. I looked. Wow. Come over. We'll oh. trade you uh, Nelly and all the Saint Lunatics for Vegemite. Yeah, you can have them. And we don't <laughs> even. And we don't even. And we don't even need all the Vegemite, just like some. Yeah, like two cases of it. I'll have to get us through the winter. You can have all the St. Lunatics. Yeah, man. Oh, well, yeah, Nelly and that's not going anymore, man. He's doing the old country music stuff. But, uh, yeah, 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 if if you can, man, like, yeah, send them all over. Even the one 
have you uh have you have you toured uh in the united states at all on on your music side or just in your personal life have you been over this way never man um I've, i've been over there like you know just as a holiday and stuff but i've never had the opportunity to um you know fly over there um music related stuff um you know i've I've always wanted to go back there uh you know especially for music and and um and um holiday purposes especially new york and that kind of thing but um it's just a money factor man um especially with flats and stuff now like it just keeps going up and up and up and it's like man like who has the money to do that you know so uh never got the chance man well hopefully that uh that comes around again soon you know if things break your way and Get some airplay over here, man. Come on over, look us up. Man, like you know, obviously I do like a few interviews like this with like multiple stuff, but uh, like actual touring and that, yeah. Just hopefully I get in the right management or something like something like that, man. But uh, yeah, it's it's just like all all love and fun. It it kind of trips me out because it's it's like we're talking through a computer, but it feels like it's so close by and it's like on opposite ends of the world, which is insane. Well, that's what we love about about podcasting and and getting to know people as we've we've uh, made some really good friends and contacts all over the world. So it's always cool to talk to somebody with some different perspective. Um, how can our uh, how can our listeners follow you or get to listen to some of your music or get what's your social media handle? All that fun stuff. Yeah, man. Um, my number one platform I use is on Facebook. So if they just type in Mugsy, M-U-G-Z-Y, um, but to you guys it's M-U-G-Z-Y. I've never known the origin why Australians call it Z instead of Z. But um, yeah, M-U-G-Z-Y. Um, you know, that, that'll be that's my number one platform. It's got my YouTube, my band profile, Twitter, all that attached onto it. Um, so they don't have to search it up individually. It keeps you up to date with, you know, interviews and upcoming albums. Hopefully my third one will be out this year. And, uh, yeah, that, that just number one platform is on Facebook, man. So just type that in. You heard, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, any uh, any early ideas what the third album's title is going to be? Yeah, I can't. Lot, I can't right, can, we, can we premiere that here? Some breaking news? Um title for it yet man um you know I, i've had some thoughts and the, and you guys will be the first i've had some thoughts and i've thought about maybe because it's going to be a two disc i haven't released anything oh, since naturally yeah that'd be sweet yeah man like i haven't released anything since 2013 so uh it's been a while and i want to do a two disc and release a whole bunch of stuff and i want to maybe call it the black and white album um you know so like there's like nah, a, a yeah. Dark side and like kind of like a, a Pink Floyd kind of, of course, of know. course, like yeah, all the so classics on the B side and then all like the new stuff on on this one. Yeah, man. So like something like that, but I'm still having mixed decisions whether uh, I want to title that or not. So yeah, that's that's just the rumor so far, man. So you were honestly the first that got got that, man, because a lot of people have been pressuring me. So sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah, I Do always it, thought man. if I had if I were to release an album. I would I would go with Hall and Boats. It'd be like Salem music, and I thought that that'd always be a cool. Like Hall, Hall and Oats, man. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of like yeah. It's funny how you say it, man. It's kind of like you sound like Laszlo on Flash FM on GTA. Yeah, it's like got all the the dodgy music and stations and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're all about the dodgy stations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, stations. My favorite. Oh, yeah, it's like my third favorite station. Flash FM. 
Yes, uh, um, well, thank you, man, for carving out a little time for us. I know it's uh, you're busy uh, grinding and uh, pumping out new music. So thank you for giving us a little bit of your time. It's been fun. Guys, thanks for sending it up for me. And, um, you know, I wish you all the best with, you know, future endeavors and, and artists that come on and stuff. And definitely keep in touch. And you have another supporter here in Australia, man. So uh, Fantastic, man. That's, that's cool. Hey, we love it, man. Thanks for your time. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll direct some listeners your way. And we'll catch up oh, with you down yeah. the road. Guys, take it easy. Later. All right. See ya. That was Muggsy. You heard it here first, folks. Z-Y. I uh, I saw a tweet today that said that the the only uh well there's uh Andy Circus is in the movie and he 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 was the, he played Gollum right and Martin and Martin Freeman is in the movie and he played uh, Bilbo and uh, so they're the uh, they're the Tolkien white guys wow Black Panther that's clever. That is clever. Yeah, uh, I wish I could give. I wish I could give credit to that tweeter, but I can't remember who it was. That's the internet doing good things. The, the Tolkien white guys. That's really good. It's the first Marvel movie I won't be seeing opening night. My uh, by my, by happenstance or by conscious decision. By by happenstance, my uh, uh, Macklin has a, a basketball game tomorrow night. Oh, that's a good reason. No, I won't. I won't be able to see it. Um, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm not making. I, I was going until I looked at the schedule and saw that there was also a basketball game. And you know, it's uh, a couple weeks ago. I told you guys I I, I was uh, trying to play my ukulele a little bit more, make a conscious decision to play that. And then uh, on Monday, uh, the OG showed up to work with a guitar he bought me. Really? So, uh, yeah, he's been on me to buy, uh, like, an electric guitar uh, for some time now, and I've told him, like, uh, yeah, as soon as I can play the two-string instruments I have now, I'll buy I'll buy another guitar, but as of now, I have no uh, reason to buy a guitar. And uh, he showed up with work with a, uh, a real nice guitar, uh, got it at a pawn shop for a steal, and uh, gave me a guitar. So now I'm, uh, I've decided that I should probably learn how to play it. So I've been uh, fiddle-faddling with that on and off all week. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's never too late, I guess, to learn how to play an, an instrument. So. Jam session. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Lord, help us all. I know, I know. And Campfire creeper. And, and now let's sing Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Everything is dead. <sighs> I got nothing. I can't touch that. Uplift. Touch. That's the word I said there. How about you, Nick? Uh, I'm, I am actually geeking on uh, Guy Ritchie. I, um, a uh, Guy Ritchie renaissance is what I'm having this week. Like, uh, like some uh, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels? Well, just in general, I I'm on a, I'm Some taking a, a I'm taking a position where I just feel like Guy Ritchie is massively uh, underrated and undervalued, and this I, happened because I I, agree with you. I in one of my many recent fits of insomnia, I watched part of 
the King Arthur movie, mm-hmm. which I had no idea was a Guy Ritchie vehicle. It just happened to be on, and I caught it at a point where it actually looked like it might be interesting. And I don't know why in my mind I thought it just wouldn't be based on the trailers, which they did an awful job of promoting. It's actually a good movie. Not well, that, like uh... earth-shaking, but it's it's actually like a very entertaining and cool flick. And the that brings me joy. It's 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 actually like you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not fable. It's like fantasy snatch. And I dig that. Cool. It's filmed the way Guy Ritchie films all his movies, which I found to be just particularly uh, captivating. Set in a fantasy background, good cast. And I just started thinking about. I've never seen a Guy Ritchie movie that I didn't really like from Rock and Rolla to Lockstock to obviously Snatch. If you don't like Snatch, that's a you problem. Get your tongue out of my asshole, Gary. Oh, it's it's so I mean, you know how we are. We we uh-huh. enjoy the stuff that takes more than just the surface charge to really yeah. hit the appeal. So the only one I haven't seen is Man from Uncle, but I think you said you liked it. That's I the only Guy Ritchie I one love. I haven't seen. I love Man from Uncle. Yeah, from so another movie that did a, a shit job, I think, promoting itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it absolutely deserves the sequel it'll never get. And I think people forget that Guy Ritchie did the first Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey yep. Jr. version, which is a fantastic flick. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So Guy if Ritchie, you haven't Guy seen, Ritchie if is in that is in that realm of, you know, you're talking about the surface charge. Mm-hmm. It, there's there's like Guy Ritchie and there's there's Wes Anderson, um, there's the the Coen Brothers. They're all in that same level of there's more to there's more to what you're watching than what you're watching. Yeah, that's a good uh, way to put it. And you kind of you either you either kind of love them all or you hate them all. Right. Yes, I agree with you. And I realized I really like what he puts together, and yep. uh, I, I even was able to. I'm not ever been a big charlie hoonam guy but uh yeah uh but he he does a nice job in that i i would like it if you guys watched it because it's actually pretty fucking funny and cool and you need to eat i'm i'm mandating that you one sandwich from a fast food restaurant every wednesday night before you get on the show it does it does something to your body you just said i've never been a big fan of charlie hoonam (laughs) <laughs> and it made me about pee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had an evening. So anyway, Guy Ritchie, you fucking rock, man. Go check out Snatch and uh, King Get Arthur. Get tongue out of my asshole, Gary. I say that probably once a day. I like You like dogs? Because your gun says replica down the side, and mine says Desert Eagle 5.0. <laughs> it's a great line. The whole thing. Why, yeah. why do they call it a bullet dodger? Because he dodges bullets, Ari. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck. I'm going to go watch that right now. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining. And Thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers. Next week on GeekCast Live. <laughs> <laughs> We can edit things, right? We have that capability. I'm fucking dying. Check this.